I'm Caleb. I'm Haley. And I'm having coffee, coffee with, with my, my ex. ex. Remember when we used to cheer? Yeah, we did do that. We did do that. that. We used to talk about like, the coffee we would drink, all this stuff. Today we're drinking. Cameron, what am I drinking? <laughs> Cameron? <laughs> what coffee am I drinking? Is it Kirkland Organic? Yeah. Damn it. I like Pete's so much better. Kirkland Organic. It's like, okay. I am, what am I? Oh, I'm drinking actually the Starbucks, um, what's it called? What is it called? The Oh, the Yukon Organic Blend. Oh, good. That's what good I'm choice. drinking. But I'm really excited because I just got um, a... A big bag of coffee from a Thrive Market that I'm really, really excited to try. So Yeah, I remember when I got the Yukon blend for the first time from Starbucks, and I was so excited because I was getting organic. Mm -hmm. And I think I told you this, but the barista, (laughs) I got there, and I'm like, I would like the organic blend. And she goes, okay, like, amazing. That's that's really great. And I said, okay, can you ground it for me? Mm -hmm. And she said, oh. And I said, what? And she goes, well, if I grind it for you, it's not actually organic because once a non-organic bean touches the grinder, oh my God. It's, it loses its organicism. Not organicism. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, I mean, I think it's like I think we're better. like okay. I think it's fine. Oh my well. And every, Can you imagine being that intense? Like that'd be really exhausting. No. And then she every single time I bought it, it's like she forgot that we had that conversation, oh and I had to God. redo it. And so I stopped going to that store. Oh my God! I know the Starbucks you're talking about. Yeah, it was too much. Too much. And it was also a reserve, and so I didn't need. And it was far. It was far, and I had to walk every morning. Then I realized, make it at home. Yeah, God, I love making coffee at home. Yeah. Um. So, so what's you, up? Well, what's up with me? I'll tell you what's up with me. I I'm in pain. Whoa, I'm whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> I'm in pain. pain. Whoa, whoa. Oh, whoa. Like yeah. imagine your entire personality is TikTok. That's who we are. <laughs> and I don't even watch it. I just watch you would watch what you send me, so it's propaganda. <laughs> Um, so this week I have dealt with something that I've been dealing with for a long time and that was plantar warts and it, I've had these warts on my foot for like four, almost five years. I think oh, they've been with you for a long they time. Me as long as Cameron <laughs> <laughs> and I got them finally surgically removed last year. I got them cut out after trying every medication cut to, I just um, I got it removed last year, before, right before we went to Palm Springs, and it was a whole ordeal. And then I had to get it like cleaned out three times. Blech. I know it's gross, but I was like, I think this is a wart coming back. And the doctor's like, no, it's just calluses. And I'm like, yeah. so I got my warts taken care of last year. Then this year, they came back even worse. And there were like five new ones on my foot. And so I made an appointment, and I got them cut off again last week. No. Yesterday. Yesterday. And now <laughs> what is time? And now I am bandaged and bruised and broken. He was hobbling around today. It was so bad. They put it hurts so much worse than getting lip filler. First of all, to get an injection in your foot of lidocaine. I'm literally I, gonna pass out. They put Absolutely three not. Thirty gauge needles in my feet. No. I'm gonna pass out. <laughs> it was awful. No, oh, it was awful. I don't know. No, 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 no. For some reason, I'm but I'm like okay with you injecting my face over any other part of my body. <laughs> I don't know why, but an injection in the foot makes it's me the worst. No, it's, the, it's the absolute worst. That's the worst part of my body. And, and then, <laughs> um, so they gave me one package of healing solution, just one little pack. They say, okay, use this for the next week, and then you can start using your prescription. And that's all I left with. I had one thing to keep track of. (laughs) And it's gone. And I went from the car to my house. (laughs) The only thing I did is hobble to the coffee shop in Beverly Hills. (laughs) But I didn't take it with me. Can you imagine seeing that? (laughs) So... Well, so here I am. I woke up in the middle of the night just with throbbing, intense pain. Oh my god, I'm so sorry. Like I had to unwrap it and take it off because it felt like someone was just stabbing you with a pencil. (laughs) What can we do to help you not get these warts? I don't know. I asked him. It can't be like a genetic. No, he said it might just keep coming back. He said that's just it's your cross to bear. (laughs) 
This so, is your this is your obstacle. This is my obstacle. <laughs> so like once a year, I'm gonna have to get my foot chopped off. I was just afraid to lose it. <laughs> he literally he died. I thought I was gonna be amputated. I keep checking for blood flow because it's a little purple. But, anyways, what's been up with you? <laughs> Not much. <laughs> <laughs> we went to a dinner. This week with Remy and Alicia. Yeah, we mentioned it in the last podcast. We did? We did. Oh. Well, it was good. It was, it went well. <laughs> <laughs> we had a great time. They are so much fun. We Like we said, we don't get to hang out with people very often. Yeah. Especially who are like also influencers themselves. And it was just really nice to be around real ass people. And yeah. just hang out. Who kind of like understand what we do. Yeah. And are just nice. Mm-hmm. We, I told Haley, it's like going on a first date almost. That's because exactly when you're an adult. When you're making friends and you're like, okay, I have to go out of my way to hang out with them in person, see if we click, is it comfortable, can we communicate, and then go from there. And so getting like getting ready for it felt like, okay, this is a first date. Like, Yeah, I know. We're... And they came and they were like dressed chill as fuck. And I was like, okay, <laughs> I'm glad that we are all on the same page here. So next time I come, I can wear my sweats. Right. <laughs> Like, that's great. <laughs> Alicia was, like, in her, like, sweatshirt and, like, just shorts. She was and she just said, chilling. Oh. <laughs> she, oh, no, she said, oh, because we all looked like we were going to prom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We were just trying too hard, and that's because we got, we were nervous. <laughs> uh, Remy was literally, I feel like, wearing this exact outfit yeah. just with NSYNC instead of Britney. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, it went really well, and it's just nice to meet other people like in this space who are just actually nice because Mm -hmm. there are people here in this space that aren't as friendly or like or just you just don't click with you don't click with or like it just seems like it's all business and no like like friendship Mm -hmm. or like they only hit you up when they need something (laughs) what are you thinking about (laughs) what are you thinking about (laughs) so yeah so it's really nice but what is the topic today, Caleb? Do you even know? The topic today is financial health and well-being. <laughs> it's October 1st, too. Have you paid your rent? <laughs> that is actually, that's on my to-do list today. Cameron put Caleb pay rent. <laughs> um, yeah, I feel like we haven't, talking about money is always kind of taboo. Mm-hmm. Um and I don't think it should be. I wish that people would have talked about it a lot more, like, whenever, like, I was growing up. I wish in school I would have learned more about, like, how to handle my finances and not, yeah. like, fucking, like, swimming class. You know what I mean? There was, like, one <laughs> economics class in high school. That you don't have to take if you don't want to. Right. So, like, obviously, like, no child wants to take an economics class. No. No. I remember, ta- <laughs> so, I, I took it. And I, I don't didn't. remember a thing from it. I didn't. Like, you, it should be, like, a required course. Like, here's how you manage your money. Or, like, here's how you do your taxes. Mm-hmm. Here's how you prepare for an interview. Well, <laughs> everyone has such different opinions because, like, I remember growing up, my dad did a bunch of stocks and stuff, and my grandparents were like, that's gambling. Yeah. And I was like, wait, what? And so I think there's very different mindsets. Some people are all about, like, having just a savings account or – the way they use their credit or if they use stocks. I, it's, so it's so interesting to me because I feel like so many people grow up with very different, like, Bible rules. They're like, yeah. no, this is how you use your money. Yeah. So. I mean, yeah, it affects how, like, how you are brought up definitely affects your relationship with money. Mm-hmm. So, like. How were, what was, what was, did you feel as, like, a child, what was your relationship with money in relation to your mom like did you notice anything like did she talk about money yeah she did she, i mean it's i feel like i was like her one person to talk to and maybe like sometimes she shouldn't have always like said that but like i understand why mm-hmm. she did because I, I was like the only one and like i was more of like just like a regular person because i was always surrounded by adults mm-hmm. and so i probably understood more than like a normal child and so yeah she bitched about money all the time i mean she's a single mom like what like that's like the main thing to bitch about so it was more like a survival so like her relationship with money was like let me just get 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 and i'll worry about it later like whether it's like credit or like whatever it is and i'll deal with it later it was just about the now interesting and i think that we see that a lot in me (laughs) and i'm trying to unlearn that (laughs) that's very true yeah I feel like 
mine was always about it's just like that's all I feel like anyone talked about it was my part like one like my mom and dad were always fighting about money my dad wanted to I don't know if it I think that just their idea of like spending money and what they should do with it was always the biggest point of contention my dad wanted a nice house my mom wanted to go on vacations. My mm. grandparents thought that you needed to be extra conservative with your spending and save for a rainy rainy day. So it was always like, I had the idea that whenever you spent money on something, it was like bad. Yeah. Or when we sat down, I never looked at like the menu. I looked at the prices and then yeah. chose from there. Yeah. And so I think I it's that. so, and that's why even today when I go to like dinner with my family, I don't look at prices because I'm almost on the other opposite spectrum. I'm like, no, now I'm going to sit down. I'm going to pick what I want. Yeah. Whereas like, it's I, like two extremes. I just went to dinner with them last week or two weeks ago and we sat down. The first thing my mom and grandma did were read the prices and pick their food accordingly. And I was just like, I, I understand like yeah. that's just, that's reality. And also like, I'm very fortunate right now to be able to make money, but it's just so fascinating to me that, that's how I grew up and that's still exactly like how their mind works. But my, my mom will literally go on like shopping sprees and like yeah, go to outlet it's just stores. About, and, it's not about like spending money. It's how, you, how she spends I her money. I feel like no like matter how much. what she deems is like worth her money. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think, and I think that carries with you all throughout your life. Yeah. Is okay. Anything- so I asked you guys a bunch of questions on the Instagram. So if you're not following Copy With My Ex on Instagram, you're missing out. Okay. Get us a 10K. Um... Also, if you're not subscribed to this channel, what are you doing? Subscribe to this channel so you get notified that yeah. we're posting. We post every single Monday. And quick shout out to all of our Coffee With My Ex members. And I forgot to <laughs> mention you yes last week, but Haley, this is me reminding you to put it in. Put the name on the screen. Yeah, if you are a member, your name will be floating across the screen if you are, um, I think, the second tier, right? Second tier or higher? Yeah. Yeah. So thank you all so much for supporting this podcast and uh, keeping the coffee a brewing. Okay. So the first question I asked everyone was, does talking about money make you feel weird? And let me ask you that same question. Yes and no. That's not an answer. (laughs) (laughs) It makes me feel weird talking about money with other people. Um, But like you can talk about money in like a general sense. But I liked liked talking about money with my family because that feels more safe. Mm-hmm. And I also, I think it's cool because I'm not, I'm not trying to hide anything from them and they're not trying to hide things from me. So it's just like, I, I feel like I can have more of an, a vulnerable conversation with about money with it. Yeah. I feel like I like talking about money. I like to hear how people spend their money or like the things that they do to maximize mm-hmm. their money. I just like to hear people's opinions about it. Oh, I love to hear people talk about how much money they make and how, what they spend. I and just, like how they like budget and like things like mm-hmm. that. I think that's super interesting because yeah. everyone is so different. I asked you guys the same question. Does talking about money make you feel weird? And 42% of you guys said yes. So that means 58% of y'all said no. Good so math. pretty. <laughs> we had to take like a whole break and do the math for this. Um, so pretty, pretty good. Next. <laughs> um, oh, I, I was going to say that can't. I get, I feel like I just have PTSD from getting sued. And so, can we even say that? I mean, we can say we got sued. I don't know if it's a lot. I don't know if those sued's the right word. We had to pay a lot of money last last year, and um, I'm just terrified now to talk about money ever since. Oh yeah, yeah, just anyone. <laughs> At all, I don't trust. I even I can't even tell it to myself. <laughs> I believe that. Okay, do you have a savings account? What did you? What do you have? A, uh, we have to answer these questions yes. too. I've had a savings account since I was, I think, I was in high school. Or I've had a savings account, but I've never really used I mean, it as yeah. a savings. Like I would just, you know, just more of like a place to hold my money <laughs> until I just transfer it over. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I ever, I've used my savings account, like my checking account, until TFM. Yeah. Like started making money. I didn't start like actually saving, saving until this year. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) No, I actually started saving last year and then we got um, sued. Yeah. And so then I used that. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That was a rainy day. (laughs) That was a rainy couple of months. Oh, I forgot to answer. 
So 81% of y'all said that you do have a savings account. And how many is that then? How much? <laughs> 19. 19. <laughs> 19% of you guys don't. And you know what? 19% of you, I feel that you'll get there. Here's the deal. I didn't... I have always thought that's like when, like if when I get older, like one day I'm just gonna turn this grown up age, and I'm gonna just like understand how to do everything and like get my life together. Yeah. And that never happened. No. And so I got a Cameron. Yeah. And you have like a financial advisor. Cameron don't you? got us a financial advisor and set up, and I'll talk about it later. But like set yeah. up everything kind of for us, and then I was like, oh, you mean like the world's just not gonna have this figured out for me when I'm older. <laughs> Right, like when's the magical age that I have like thousands in my savings account? Exactly. <laughs> I thought that was just going to come. Yeah. And I, with savings and stuff, I have to have something just do it for me. Yeah. And I just don't, I don't want to see it. I don't want to know about it. I truly have no idea how much money I have. Yeah. <laughs> I just That's have a rich problem. <laughs> <laughs> I just say, take it and. He can't. literally barely even knows when we get paid. No. Now me, I'm the complete opposite. Yeah. I like to know exactly what I'm making, when I'm getting it. When's the next time I'm getting paid? When I'm getting that? How much right. is that? I like to know the percentages of like how much am I putting here? How much am I, I need? I need mm-hmm. to know. I try to know. I just <laughs> I just can't. You can't. I just know that if I buy something, Cameron will be mad. And so spend as little as possible and pay her credit card off. And Cameron is happy. <laughs> I remember one day they got he got an email his credit score had dropped like three points, yeah. and Cameron literally sent him like a scathing text message. <laughs> Caleb, I do not know what to say other than I am so disappointed. <laughs> oh my god. Anyway, so yeah, I didn't have like a really good savings account until this year. Last year I tried, and thank God I did. Yeah. Um, but. You also like weren't making I was, it much. I've to never save. had enough to save. Yeah. Okay. Next, would you say that you had a good relationship with money? Would you say you have a good relationship with money? I would say yes, and I would pull from my experiences in college because even though we all know I went to college for free, you got paid and to go. I got five thousand dollars per semester for living Extra. expenses. So you got paid to go. Got it. <laughs> yes. I got living expenses. I don't know. She said, wow. That's what she said. <laughs> she I said, that was Cameron. No, that was the that, robot. That's funny. Was that Google that just said wow to you? I think that was Siri. She be peeping. She really be. And in context, whenever she responds. <laughs> it's always, it's in, always context. in context. <laughs> um, Scared. Uh, oh, yeah. I always, I was very good with my money and made sure that I... I had a credit card in college. I never. I made sure I paid it off every month and had a really good relationship with building my credit throughout college. I cannot say the same. <laughs> I have had a terrible relationship with money. Mm-hmm. I mean, money has like ruled most of my thoughts. I feel like for like the first, how old was I when I, I mean, I started working when I was 16 mm-hmm. and I feel like, that was the beginning of the end. <laughs> I just like I was, and it was never enough. I was always struggling, always like had like especially like, in college. Like I used credit cards to get through life. Like I mm-hmm. would overdraft my account, paying for rent like every single month. So like no, not yeah. a good relationship with money. But something that um, I did whenever I came to LA, like not. Like, maybe, like, the first year. Because I do like nice things. And that's hard to like nice things when you don't have money. <laughs> In L.A. In L.A. <laughs> so, I feel like I really tried to work, even though I was struggling, I tried to work around, like, like yeah, like, sucks I don't have money and don't have, like, things that I want. But, like, learning to be content with the things that I had and, like, being grateful for that, I feel like I, that's something that I actively worked on every single day. Mm-hmm. It was like a unlearning all the badness and like scariness that comes with like money or not having it. I mean, I, yeah, I think your habits were really shaped by your childhood, obviously, as well. It's just crazy to see how that plays out. 
and like your real life when you <laughs> like are a fully functioning adult making money or not making money. Yeah. So I would say that, no, I don't have a good relationship with money, but I'm working on it. Like we're rebuilding. Yes, we are. We are. Yes, we are. 2020 is our year. <laughs> Said no one Said ever. Said no one ever. <laughs> um, uh, oh, but when you, when you were younger, did your mom like give you money? Or mm, I mean, she would like throw me a 20 here and there for like whatever. Yeah. Like that's why I got a job in high school because I was like, oh, yeah. you're, you're not. First of all, my parents were going through a divorce and I was yeah. like, I don't feel like dealing with y'all. I yeah. would rather just go to work than ask the judge to make whoever pay. Yeah. I mean, like it wasn't like a case where like if I asked for something, she wouldn't be like, no. But like I did pay for like my own like car and my own insurance mm-hmm. and like my, most of my food, like. When I was, like, in high school and, like, could drive. Mm -hmm. It's so... They were just, like, certain kids that had to pay for their own car insurance. And you were just, like, oh, yeah, like, we're on the same... We're on the same page. Yeah. All these these bitches (laughs) get their car bought for them and get their insurance. Some of my friends, I swear to God, still don't pay for their car insurance. (laughs) I never, ever not paid for my car insurance. Well, maybe a little bit in the divorce. I didn't have car insurance for years. (laughs) Guys, I had I have done some shady shit. Today is your in- first day of having health insurance. <gasps> we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Guys, I'm like literally becoming a human right before your eyes. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, my next question is, if you went to college, do you regret going solely based on how much money you owe now? And 30% of y'all said yes, and 70% of you guys said no. Wow. Um, obviously, you can't answer that question. Because you got paid to go to college. I didn't get paid to go to college. I got my living expenses. You got paid to go and to college. And had a little bit extra. You had $5,000 extra. I had $5,000 a month to pay for rent. And food. Okay. And imagine gas. not having that $5,000. You had to make that $5,000 to live. From Plus how, from how, a job. But how? Because you have to work. But you're in. I did work actually all throughout college. But it never more than like 14 hours a week. Yeah, I was working like 30 to 40 hours a week at Macy's while going, taking 18 credit hours. 18? Mm-hmm. Never took more than 15. You're crazy. <laughs> I didn't even graduate. <laughs> I cannot imagine an 18-hour credit hour workload and then having a job. It was awful. But I actually, whenever I got my first two years of, this is kind of a side tangent. My first like two years of college, I was a disaster. I was always teetering on the edge of like being like sent home. Like, yeah, no. You were not good when I first saw you. <laughs> it's not. I didn't care. I remember the first night, first time I came over and it was like midday and your room was blacked out. Oh my god! Your room was blacked just out. Just pure, just like depression. Like the curtains were drawn. It was blackout curtains. It was a cave. You lived in a cave. I did. I the, did. The hours of the day did not apply. I mean, to Margot. We all talk about Margot all the time. Margot and I would not wake up until four p.m. Sometimes. Yeah, we were bad. But I would say I got my shit together my junior year, yeah. which I think that getting like a real like decent paying job. I mean, I was making like a. $11 an hour at Macy's but like oh, it gave me structure yeah so I think that it was like good for me it was hard Ugh. but like it was good for me to like learn those valuable lessons of like no you have to work to pay your rent and you might you may have to go to class or whatever but you need to deal with it it makes me sick to my stomach to think about just that time and that's when I got the best grades <sighs> which is insane to me because I was literally stretched so thin I was like or president of my dance troupe like I was just like but I was always like on the go yeah I can't imagine it going back now if I knew then all of the pressure to like figure my shit out then I mean I literally had just this naive idea that the world would open up to me yeah and I I knew that wasn't gonna happen for me just got like I mean I was a white man of course I thought the world was gonna open up for me (laughs) Thank God, like literally, I just, sometimes I wake up and I'm like, if you, imagine if you just decided like not to post that video or something. Yeah, like, so you crazy got how different lucky. a lot of people's lives would be. Woo! No, it's so crazy. And the reason also, I'm um, talking about money, the reason I didn't graduate, I went four years, but I changed my major because my major was business and mm-hmm. I literally hated it. Like I could not stand it. 
So I changed my major from that to a double major in sociology and women's and gender studies because mm-hmm. they have a, like a lot of, you know, crossing of like whatever. So I was like two degrees for one. Awesome. Yeah. And um, so I was like doing really well. I'm like, whatever. And then I was going on, I was going on like one of my last semesters because I obviously had to do more. To graduate in four years is damn near impossible these days anyway. Especially, and this is why. The class load situation is insane. They literally only, like, the classes you have to take to graduate are only, like, offered, like, one semester of the whole school year. And they fill up fast. And so I had a fucking parking ticket that I, it was, like, $90. I couldn't pay it because I was broke. Uh And so I registered. I still owe it. <laughs> I still owe it because I was like trying to get my transcripts the other day because I was like thinking about just like finishing it out just so I got my degree or whatever and they're like pay this parking ticket and we can give you your transcripts and I was like, like no I was like fuck you <laughs> but anyway so I couldn't register for my classes and I was not about to waste I, there was like three classes I needed to register for and I couldn't and they, and they filled up oh. and so I was like I'm not about to waste a semester of my life Spit and spend this money to take some bullshit classes because I couldn't register for those classes. And then TFM took off. (laughs) So I just never went back. I mean, I was writing papers in the back of the Kia Soul going to wherever. (laughs) A blog of you doing it. Yeah. I can see the cover frame. I feel like we're running on this like road where like the road just keeps like forming one step in front of us and keeps like falling one step behind us. Oh my God. Yeah. Um, oh, I did want to say that I have just legitimate so much respect for people who have traditional jobs mm-hmm. because I know that if I weren't doing this, I would not be able – I would fail. Yeah. I would, I would not be able to have a good job. I would not have a good position. I would not be able to do what is required of me and I would feel like a failure. <laughs> I remember sitting like on my couch just like crying – Telling, I don't even, I don't, remember, I don't know who, probably Margo, like, I don't know what I'm going to do. I can't do this for the rest of my life. <laughs> I cannot be expected to be somewhere for the rest of my life. I don't want to get up early. <laughs> I don't want to get off late. I don't want to sit there all day and do something I don't want to do. And I, and it sounds like I'm a brat. But, like, I literally was, like, I was scared. Like, I was, like, I'm not going to make it. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I'm not going to be a functioning member of society. Yeah. Like, I didn't know how to do that. Even with, like, going into school and working at the same time, I hated every single second of my day. Yep. My family was always so worried for me. They're, like, we know you can't make it in the real world, Caleb. (laughs) Like, what are you going to (laughs) do? And I was, like, I'm just going to, like, be a star or something. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, anyway, so the question is, do you regret going solely based on <laughs> how much the question. you owe? Um, We're not going to get through these polls. <laughs> I know. But um, yeah, 70% of you guys said no, and 30% of you guys, I said that, but still. Oh, I do. Can I answer it, though? Yeah. Um, I, I, even if I did pay, well, I guess that would make me feel very different. I just yeah. feel like for me personally that I, I, and everything I learned, I really did teach myself. The only thing that was valuable to me really from college was just having a space to not be around my family and grow up and be a human being. Yeah. And then to like fall in love with group exercise at my second, I like my school job. Yeah. But yeah. Like, it's like a little, it's like a, um, a nice transition into the real world. Yeah, I would say college It's just is. like, I cannot tell you one thing I learned Same. from my classes. I mean, actually I learned a lot, but like, yeah. Um, next question. Do you invest in the stock market? Yes. I do too, but only until recently, but it's also not real, <laughs> but it is a, it's a game. It's a game. And I understand why people are scared of it because it is scary, but I think it is like a lot of people don't know about it and a lot of people aren't educated about it, not because that's their fault. Mm-hmm. It's just like, it's a big thing to learn about, yeah. I would say. And, but I think that not learning about it, I feel like not investing is like you're doing like a disservice to yourself and like your long-term wealth Mm -hmm. so yeah i had to get i mean again we got uh, like a financial advisor yeah and so basically you don't like pay them they just 
get some sort of commission from your earnings. Yeah. And so it's someone that you can hopefully trust. Like you have the same interest. They want you to make money. Right. Obviously. So we found people that we really liked and they've kind of told us what to invest in. They just kind of ask you your goals. And that's kind of what the stock market's about. It's you invest based on your goals. So are you wanting to buy, make a big purchase very soon? If mm -hmm. so, then you're not going to invest in risky stocks. Mm -hmm. If you have a longer term and more money to play with, then you can invest in riskier stocks and there's like a risk and reward factor with it. Mm -hmm. But it's like, I would never feel comfortable doing that on my own because I just am so uneducated. And so I have them kind of do it for us. We've always done very safe things, but like when COVID hit, it like we lost money, mm -hmm. like not everything, but a nice chunk and so yeah. that was really scary but that was also around the same time I feel like you started playing with Robin Hood I right? think a lot of people did a lot of people mm -hmm. like I mean as soon as the stock market crashes it's kind of the time to eat it up yeah I mean as I don't know if that's like right I don't know I think that's so. that's just like that's how you played the game mm -hmm. and so that's definitely like whenever like that's when I got into it mm -hmm. but I also like kind of take your your financial advisor's advice <laughs> like, yeah I get it through them so <laughs> But you've been using Robinhood. Yes. And you found that to be pretty, like, user-friendly, right? Oh, I, I find it to be very user-friendly. I find it to be, like, um, very educational. Like, I learn a lot of stuff. And, like, obviously, you have to do your own research. And, like, I have, like, my fun stocks. Like, I do, like, the Bill Gates thing where, like, he invests in stuff that he uses. And so, like, I have, like, my Southwest like I invest in Southwest, I invest in Starbucks, like the things that I use like every day and I, I know because I know that other people are using it too. Mm -hmm. But I also like have like but the chunk of like what I invest are like more safe, mm -hmm. like diversified stocks. Yeah. So but I, I completely understand why it's so scary. It's fun to watch it like go up and down. Yeah. Hope hopefully up more. <laughs> It's just, it's, it's nonsensical in the fact that it's not indicative of like our economy. Yeah. Um, and a lot of people think that it is, and that's a mistake. Oof. So 25% of you guys said that you do invest in the stock market. And so 75% of you guys said no. But then in the next thing I asked, um, like, what are your thoughts on the stock market? And a lot of people are like, dear God, I don't know. <laughs> They said it's wild and un unpredictable. I don't understand it at all. Um, don't be a Martha Stewart. <laughs> um, if you can afford to, just leave the money where it is. It'll always go back up. I think that's a really good advice. Like, yeah. don't pull. Just keep. That's what just they keep told going. Because yeah. um, it'll always bounce back. But um, yeah, it makes me anxious. It's scary. I'm not a gambler. It's a strange thing. Confused. 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 <laughs> Here, can I say something? Yeah. Um. In a note to the gambling, um, everything with your money is a gamble. Everything you buy is an investment that will depreciate, that you will make money on, that you will lose money on. Mm -hmm. It's all about what you are willing to lose money on. So if you buy a car, you're gambling. because yeah, absolutely. If you care more about having that car than the fact that you won't be able to sell it for much and you'll lose money, then okay, you won your gamble, but that's, it's still that. Yeah. So the stock market's the same thing. We live in a capitalist society. That's how it, our economy works mm -hmm. is by us investing in companies and then reaping the rewards from their successes. Do you feel financially stable? Yes, for the first time in my life. Same. <laughs> <laughs> for literally not kidding the first time in my life. This is kind of split. 45% of you said yes and 55% mm -hmm. of you said no. I mean, it's better than nothing, but like the people for the no... I yeah. literally feel you. I'm 26 and I just feel like I'm kind of just not even like completely stable, just able to kind of like think about my future yeah. and like how I want to prepare myself for my future and like set myself up. Mm -hmm. I think there's so much through like all the ups and downs, which because we've had so many of them. So I think, many. Um, I, I can already tell that getting like the nicer things like a, a nicer house or a nicer this or that that's not going to like make me feel that much happier mm -hmm. but i will say that my quality of life and daily happiness when i could just like 
order Postmates and not think twice about it, mm-hmm. that's when I felt the most like happy is yeah. when I could just like live my everyday life without stressing about, oh, should I do this or not? Yeah, it's definitely, I was just thinking about this the other day because yesterday, because I was having a spiral, just <laughs> <laughs> I was having a mental fucking breakdown and it just reminded me that like I used to have mental breakdowns about money mm-hmm. and it's just like, yeah, like I could be stable and I can buy the things that I want and that's great, but it just doesn't solve every single problem. And that yeah. is something that I feel like I used to think that it would. Mm-hmm. Whenever you don't have it. Especially when, yeah, when you grow up with nothing, you're yeah. like, oh, if I just got this house or something. I wouldn't have any problems. And I was like, mm. uh. <laughs> Now what? <laughs> mo money, mo problems. <laughs> yeah, and I think it's something that I don't think... I, I don't think that my mom or like i don't think my family has really ever felt financially stable i think my like uh, some of my family has but it's just weird when your parents never feel that and then you kind of i don't i guess i don't know what i'm trying to say it's just it's just weird when you've never really known financial stability Mm -hmm. or like feeling at peace with things yeah And like financially stable, like I'm just talking about like I can live in my one bedroom apartment in LA and like buy the things that I want to. Yeah, we're still talking about like just practical living. Yeah. Like Like I still have like a one bedroom apartment in LA. You know what I mean? (laughs) Like it's still like, yeah. Do you have health insurance? Uh, You answer first. Guys, I do. I haven't had health insurance since dead ass i was like 21 22 um and it's like good health insurance and i'm very excited i cannot stop talking about it (laughs) i have been waiting for this day for so so long (laughs) it is magical this is this has like been like an ongoing problem that obviously like i don't talk about she's already scared of the doctor she already doesn't want to call and so what's easier than not having to call a doctor not having a doctor yeah so you avoided it. So but I, also, it's like health insurance is crazy expensive and the fitness oh, marshal is not providing it. No, so. it, is, it is not. And it, yeah, it really is a luxury. And then I I remember you saying the other day, you're like, I swear to God, you can make a million dollars and you still won't buy health insurance. And I was like, <laughs> fuck, you're right. Like, I keep thinking that like I'm still in that, that mentality. Like, I can't afford it. I can't afford mm-hmm. it. I can't afford it. Um, so I was like, no, like. I can afford it. Like, let's let. I'm 26. It's not cheap. It's not, it's not cheap. But I'm 26. Like, I think it's time. It's time. Like, I need to like take care of myself. Yeah. Like, I claim to be this like health and fitness influencer, but I can't just like go to the doctor and get a checkup. Mm-hmm. Like, that's stupid. But it's also again that's from when like childhood going to the doctor is a luxury. It's oh, like, it was a luxury. You better be so you sick better be to pay this. So sick. Oh my gosh. So 80% of y'all said you do have health insurance and 20% of you don't. So that's a lot of people. That's a lot of people. people. But also, again, most people get through their jobs. Yeah. So they do. Um, Do you have life insurance, Kebab? Yes, I do. He's been done, had life insurance. Life insurance is rich, rich. Here's the deal. (laughs) I I feel like, and again, it's about like the people who you're talking to. When I first did it, I got this life insurance policy and I was paying so, and mind you, this is when I'm like 22. Yeah. I was paying, I think, oh, over $2,000 a month in life, two to three thousand dollars in what? life. what? Yeah. Yeah. How? Well, first of all, that was when, like, that was like before, like, everything came crashing down. But for a minute, I was paying that much just to, like, save because in my mind, it was pitched to me as this, like, savings account. Is it like but, tax-free savings account? Yeah, but I can't touch it until I'm like 65 or something. Oh, yeah. And so as like a young person who has no assets, I have no house, I got to like my new financial people and they're like, why in the world are you putting all of this money back when you can't do anything with it? Like you need to focus on like your immediate future. Like, yeah. <laughs> you have n- like you're 25. To show. Like what are you talking about? <laughs> so I had to reorganize everything, but it was yeah. That's insane. But I do have, but I still have it now. I just don't pay very much into it. Yeah. But it's just something that. Because like, dear God, you have a like, I mean, probably, right. most likely a lot of time. Well, what they switched me is from having life insurance to I now have an IRA. Okay. Which I don't know what that means. 
Isn't that a retirement savings? Yes. So now I have a real retirement instead of like fake retirement. Yeah. I do not have life insurance. I don't even like know the first thing about it. I know nothing. Like literally next to nothing about it. I, still I don't even know that. anyone who has life insurance. I just know that if Cam- <laughs> I know if Cameron if Cameron kicks a bucket, I'm getting a house. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear God. Um, fifty two percent of y'all do have life insurance, and forty eight percent don't. I also think it's kind of like um, depends on your age. I don't think it's probably very normal for many 27-year-olds to have life insurance. Well, that's why... Especially for Cameron. I feel like it was Cameron's idea. It was. Well, it it was our financial advisor's idea. Oh, okay. But the thing is that when you get it when you're younger, it's cheaper because they have Uh, to do so many tests on you. They they run your blood for everything and they determine how how long they think you're going to (laughs) live. And when we first did it, Cameron beat me. And I was very upset because obviously like... I'm more active than him. Yeah. And then this time around, I also got ultra preferred and I was very excited about it. Oh my God. Ultra, ultra preferred. I am ultra preferred. Okay. Oh, I did it. I did it. Okay. Do you max out your credit cards? No. I have been known to max out a few or five. I used to. God, I used you, to. I mean, I used to max well, them out. Well, here's the deal. You used to max them out, but then not pay them off. Oh, yeah. You would I mean, charge I'll... them and then go, oh, new card. <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know how a functioning member of society. Oh, my God. I'll never forget when you bought your bed on your credit card. I was a sophomore in college with no bed and no money. <laughs> and you said. I had a Discover student card, and you bet your ass I bought myself a bed, and I still have it. Yes, you do. It's a good bed. It's a good bed. It's Is it a pillow a top. or a Sealy? It's a Sealy. Mm. That's a good ass. It's a bed. good bed. You let me sleep on it quite a few nights. <laughs> Every time I'd come over, she'd sleep on the couch. I'd sleep in a bed. <laughs> like what? <laughs> Literally what? I am not a gentleman. Um, I do want to say that I used to max it out. Um, but then I, I, I would always pay it off at the end of the month because my family would always tell me that like I would basically like die if I didn't, mm-hmm. and so I just was so scared not to. But I never knew that credit card utilization, if you use it. Don't like use it. A hundred. Don't use it. <laughs> but you better use it. <laughs> not, hey. But, but don't not, use it. Don't use it. But you didn't use it. You have no credit. <laughs> is that is that thirty one percent? I see that you've used. <laughs> Should have been thirty. <laughs> Should have been twenty. Um, I had no idea how like how to use a credit card. I'm just now figuring it out. Mm-hmm. One, um, if you even if you pay it off at the end of the month. They report it to the credit whoever on a different day. So if I pay my bill off in full on the 28th, but they report it on the 26th. It's like you have a full card. It looks like I have a full card. Yeah. And I'm like, these snakes. Snakes. So now I have it set. Now I had to go in and check what day it gets reported and set my payment before that. Damn. So stupid. But I also um, was taught by my grandparents at an early age that I think a lot of people aren't. When you get a credit card, it's not for just like special purchases because you need to prove to the almighty government gods of lending <laughs> that you can manage your money. So yeah. you should be using it for like, I I mean, I use it for like 50 cents or a pop or whatever. A pop. Oh my God. Not a pop. <laughs> um, but it's good to use your credit card. That's not bad. I just make sure that you're always paying it off. Yeah. To show that you have credit. But I guess also... You want to use as little as possible. <laughs> don't use it. So don't ever let your credit utilization, I think they said go over like 30% or something. Yeah. But I think the most important thing is to make sure you get it paid off before or paid down before yeah. the day it gets reported. Yeah. I would have to say after all of my shenanigans, I've learned my lesson, but to I'm on the other extreme now. Now I'm like a psycho. Now I'm like credit cards scare the living daylights yeah. out of me. Um, which I think is a good for me. Yeah. It's good for me. Um, yeah, I love spending money. That's not mine. Fear-based sometimes works. Like, yeah. doing things out of fear. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Like shock therapy. <laughs> Cameron and I have had to, like, go through a lot of, like, credit checks and other things, like, when trying to get loans and stuff. Yeah. And it's just wild to me how intense the process is. And just they scan every bit about your credit. They go through all of your bank accounts. Are you, how much do you have access to and how little are you using? Yeah. So like they want me to have like 10 credit accounts. Yeah. Just to show that I have it, but I won't use it. Yeah. 
It's insane. Because like on my credit report, it's like, this is hurting your credit, only having two credit cards. And I'm like, what? Yeah. I thought that was good. Yeah. <laughs> no. The balance game of credit is insane. It's so stupid. It's a lot. I have, I do, I, I, it just went up though. Good for I'm you. I'm really proud of myself. Oh my gosh. Every time my credit goes up from what I've done to it, I'm in the past, I mean, I could literally throw a party. Um, I could throw a party. <laughs> you, I'm so proud of you. Oh my God. Thank you. You've been you. doing, you really took the reins and you said, I'm going to figure this out. I did. <laughs> I you did. said it's sink or swim, and I'm going to swim. I really, I really did. I do recommend Credit Karma for people to use. Yeah, I love that. I love Credit Karma. It's um, it checks your credit. You can check it whenever you want. It's not an it's, ad. It uh, <laughs> it's not like an inquiry. It doesn't do anything to your credit. It's just like a free monitoring. I have multiple things that I get my credit from, just so I can, because it kind of varies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But um, yeah, credit is something that I've definitely focused on. Um, but that's not easy coming back from, I swear to God, zero. Yeah. <laughs> I think just getting from the, like the mental point of being like you, you talk about this a lot, poor mentality, just even having the mentality where you're like, oh, I have the luxury of thinking about credit. I have the luxury of thinking about my credit card utilization. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of times when you're just in the mode where you're so used to survival, you don't even think that the idea of like downloading Robin Hood is for you. That's, yeah. you know, like for people who are well off. Yeah. So I just think wherever you are, you deserve to start somewhere. (laughs) Yeah. And you you don't have to like be well off to start like paying attention to your credit. I think it's so good to just know. It is good to know. Um, Okay. So I asked them, do you max out your credit cards? 17% said yes. Feel that. So 83% of you said no. Good for y'all. I will charge it up to the limit, but I'll pay it down. But like I'll still use it. I won't even charge mine up to the limit anymore. But here we go. I'm psycho. <laughs> why is why is this our longest episode? We I don't are know. Not financial experts. I don't know. Do you believe in taking out loans, or are you against paying interest for anything? What did I say? Interest. I said interest. Caleb. Oh, I I uh, don't take out loans. He does not take out loans. Well, he will. Okay, I I will be honest because I every car I've bought I have owned. That's a redundant statement. Every that's not car true. I've, every car I've had, because it's obviously like financed through someone. Okay, yeah, yeah. So I've I've bought every car, but my grandpa has always taught me. He's like, you, if you don't have the money, you buy it. Or <laughs> if you don't have the money, you don't buy it. <laughs> you don't buy you don't buy it. So you wait to get a car until you have the money. Obviously, in college, I'm like, grandpa, I'm not gonna buy my Kia Soul outright. Like I can't yeah. afford that. So my grandpa's always bought my cars outright. So he's bought my like Pontiac Vibe. I think that was like $10,000. He bought my Kia Soul, which was $21,000. That's way too much money for a college car. Way too much money. But no, I I, I had just graduated college. So that was my like graduation car. But uh, he bought it and then I paid him like $200 a month. So I didn't have to pay interest. Yeah. And so I paid those cars off. But then when I got my new car, I was able to like actually buy it outright. Which, thinking back, I'm still like, was that excessive? Should it was excessive. Have, at that point in time, I should not have done that. No, I know. I should not have done that, but I did it. And I, it, I mean, I said that and... <laughs> I did it and it worked out. <laughs> I just, it's... And I yeah. think that was at the point where, where you, when you're in this kind of business, sometimes the highs, there's highs and lows and you just ride the highs a little bit too much. You I ride rode the high. high. Yeah. I rode the high. Um, but yeah, I was able to buy that car outright and not like finance it which saves you so much money in interest but it's just like not a realistic option for it's not a realistic option especially i think that buying a new car outright is one of the worst investments (laughs) (laughs) one could possibly make um that's i feel very strongly about that really yes buying a new buying a brand new car outright just sitting in the car and driving it away there goes like $5,000. Yeah, it depreciates really fast. The car is such a depreciating asset. So you're more of like a pre-owned car. Absolutely. I would never buy a brand new car. I would never buy a brand new car. I just, my my reasoning behind it is more so just because it's a, like a Tesla. So yeah, you like wanted tech. the car. I want the new tech. Yeah. No, I get it. I get why you did what I you like did. I like new toys. I, that's just like, that's like the one thing. But I do believe in interest because I can never imagine just like dropping however tens of thousands of dollars on a car mm-hmm. like right then and there i don't think yeah 
Unless like I wasn't missing that money. I don't know. I mean, I just, I've never really been in the position to do that. I don't think many people are. I, I definitely wasn't when I did it. <laughs> so 50% of y'all or yeah, 51% of y'all said pay in full and 49% of y'all said take out loans. So pretty half and half, which is interesting. Yeah. Um, are you guilty of retail therapy? 77% said yes and 23% said no. I mean, how about you? I, of course. Who's not? Those two, how, how like many to said like no? a fault. Oh, like you actually use it to feel better. I, well, I, <laughs> yes and no. That's not an answer. Wait, I guess every time I buy something, I feel better. But it's not like, oh, I'm sad. I'm going to go buy a camera. <laughs> See, that's something I would do. It's just like, oh, I go. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm very guilty of retail okay, therapy. No, I do not buy out of my feelings. But I get very bad buyer's remorse. Me too. So like it, it bites you in the ass every single time. I think it's going to make you feel better, but I only feel worse and mm-hmm. worse and worse. But I, whenever I'm stressed, I just shop. Yeah. I love shopping. I buy all kinds of shit I don't need. I guess I'm just, I'm more scared of Cameron than I am of dealing with Yeah, I have no one, like, (laughs) I have no one to be accountable to, like, I am just me. No one sees that big income but me. (laughs) (laughs) I see my bank account less than everyone else sees my bank account. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Um, Who do you think spends more money, Haley or Caleb? I... I think that I buy more expensive things. I buy a lot of like tech. So, which I don't, is still like you, a hobby. You shop much more than me, but when I shop, it's like I drop 10 grand. Yeah. <laughs> so, no, five grand on really, like ex- really expensive tech. Yeah. So, I, I wonder if it evens out. I'm, you make way more money than yeah, me. Yeah, I know, so but like, it's like, it's still, I feel like you shop a lot. <laughs> I do shop a lot. I also get sent a lot. So I feel like it looks like I That's buy a true. lot too. You are a facade. <laughs> but I will say I probably do do a lot more like little shopping. Like mm-hmm. I'm always buying just like random shit. Like mm-hmm. home decor, clothing, makeup. I think it's also we are just this year, like we said, figuring out what our budget even is. Yeah. Because before, again, we're young we have no savings, no anything, nothing to our name, but then we do this one big thing, say we get like five grand in our bank account. Yeah. And then we're just like, luxury, let's buy all these things. Yeah, because like a $5,000, like at that time, like a $5,000 like one-off type of like check seemed like I mean, even so still now much. it's a lot. Still but, like, now, but yeah. If, even if we had like five grand just to our name, we'd yeah. be like, oh, we're rich. Yeah. So it's... I can't, I, and every single time I'm like, no, next time I'm going to f- be better. Every, yeah. s- it was, a, I always had that internal struggle. No, Haley, next time mm-hmm. you're not going to blow it on dumb shit. Cause the problem is that once you get that check, you have no idea when you're going to get another one. Exactly. And so it just into other people when they see, they're like, oh, you got paid this much for that. It seems excessive, but, but what they like don't realize is far that's, and few between. There's not a bi-weekly check no. coming. So. God, if I got paid bi-weekly. and so you have to train yourself to also not look at money the way everyone else does because if that hit their bank account the normal person would be like oh that's gonna hit it again in this amount of time no ma'am um did you did you answer yes Haley or caleb Haley, i think you spend more money than me (gasps) (laughs) you're fucking lying i i truly 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 Live so far, I feel like I just am so scared to spend money that yeah. if it's not tech, I don't buy it. And most of my money just goes really to savings anything. and stocks. Well, 61% said you. <laughs> I mean, I get the assumption. Yeah. But I think that you may be right. I think that I do spend more money than you on unnecessary things. <laughs> that is probably true. Um, who do you think is better with money? 73% said Haley, and I don't know what I did to deserve that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I give off that energy. That is the, so far You're just from who I am as a human. Um, so you guys are wrong. I think that you, your growth with money is very, very fast, though. You've learned so much in such a... That's just the theme of you. Yeah. <laughs> you learned so much so fast. So it's all or nothing here. <laughs> I am a fast learner yeah. um, to a fault. 
<laughs> I think your biggest problem with money has always just been the idea as if like you, you just like the poor mentality. Like no matter what you have, you're just like in a position where you don't feel like that's for you. Yeah. You're always in survival mode. So I yeah. think you've just recently been able to get out of that. Yeah. Which is not your fault. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's no one's fault. Um, okay. Do you own a house? Yes or no? No. I do not own a house. I still, one, once again, living in my one-bedroom apartment in L.A. <laughs> I'd love my apartment, though. My goal is to have a house within a year. Yeah, I would, I would say, say I would like to have a house within the next five years. I think even the next five to ten years. Mm-hmm. But, like, five years. Owning a home here is very, very rare. Yeah, I will it's, say. it's very rare, but it's something that I feel like, once again, now that I'm making money, I'm able to actually have something to work towards Mm -hmm. like have something in mind like what is this savings for so instead of just like never thinking i'm ever going to be able to own a home or never having the means to save enough to where i'm and that's the thing is like you have to save enough get to the point where you save enough to be encouraged to keep saving Mm -hmm. because if i save something i put like 20 dollars back of like a paycheck i'm like like, what is that? You know what I mean? But, like, you have to, like, keep going. Yeah. With, even if it's 20 bucks a paycheck. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's just, it's, it's hard. It's the little things It's the little things most. that, yeah. And, like, using that as your encouragement. So 35% of y'all do have a home, work. And good for you. <laughs> yeah, good for you. And 65, right? That's the yeah. right math. Um, don't. And I don't either. So, so. I will um, tell you, for reference, my mom's home and our where we live in Marion, Indiana, I think cost around eighty thousand dollars. Um for that exact home, I think around this neighborhood Mm -hmm. would go for at least three three fifty, I would say three hundred. Probably more than that. Yeah. I would say three to four hundred thousand dollars. Yeah. So not buying a home anytime soon. (laughs) Okay. That was like a, that was a lot. That was a lot. It's like they wanted, they keep asking for long episodes, but like, do they want a long episode about finance? (laughs) (laughs) I just like, I like, I like podcasts, like talking about that kind of stuff, talking about money and stuff. So, um, yeah, that was nice. And I feel like I learned a lot. Yeah. Cute. Recommendation for the week? Um, my recommendation for the week is... Get a financial advisor. <laughs> you do have one. No, not for me. For them. I'm recommending oh. it to them. Actually, my true recommendation for the week is download Credit Karma. Ooh. <laughs> um. Oh, I know my um recommendation for the week. What is that? The Great British Baking Show. It's back on Netflix. They're doing weekly episodes, which sucks, but like it is what it is. But if you haven't yeah. watched it, it's the purest most happiest show you will watch. Caleb watched an episode of the day. And it was, was really sweet. And it's just funny for you because you're either watching a documentary about how the world is so corrupt or you're watching someone bake marzipan. Oh, it just make, it makes me so happy. It really is like one of the few shows that just brings out pure joy. So I recommend that. That's good. That's good for you. Um... <laughs> Intention? Oh. Kebab? I have none. You better find one. <laughs> um, my intention for the week is to, honestly, is to not be so hard on myself with working out because of my foot. I like I'm supposed to be down for a week and I'm already Ooh. like, how can I? How can I do this? Stay active. So I just need to like let, give myself permission to be That's good. down. Yeah. It's important, I think, to like realize that like, I think it only strengthens your relationship with health and fitness whenever you can be down for a week and then hop back into it. Mm -hmm. Literally. Literally. (laughs) (laughs) What about you? What do you think my intention for the week should be? (laughs) To um, just bolt more things down into your apartment. (laughs) Paint the walls. Put it in, put it in a new structure in your kitchen. <laughs> stop. Knock Guys, down a wall. I won't stop redoing my apartment. It if never you saw, stops. If you'd listened to what she said, you would think that she has like a home <laughs> that, that, that she is planning on being out for 10 years. <laughs> it's 
my idea of like just this is all I have. This is all she I said, have. I have no emotional attachment to any of it. I could leave tomorrow. <laughs> you are not getting your deposit back, and that is that's all I have to say. <laughs> what is my intention? Uh, you know what? I have your intention. What? To to take a step back. <laughs> Take a fucking seat. Take a seat for a second. Get some water. <laughs> That's my intention. Take a fucking seat. <laughs> Take a fucking seat. <laughs> you guys, yesterday, I swear to God, I almost deleted my Instagram. <laughs> I almost deleted it all. You would never see me again. That was about to happen. She almost moved to a farm. <laughs> So I'm going to take a fucking seat. <laughs> Coffee with my ex. I, I don't remember what it was. <laughs> Haley, I swear to God, I, I don't know. I don't know it. Try it again. Coffee. <laughs> Why can't I do it? It's the Botox. It has to be. Coffee with my ex. Hey. That wasn't bad. That was good. That was good. It was the coffee with my ex. That's good. Okay. You got it. We're back. Whew. That was a close one. That was a close one. 